0: This is John W. Whitehead, author of Battlefield America, The War on the American People, bringing you a message about the state of our nation. The votes are in, the elections may be over, but no matter who runs for office, no matter who controls the White House, Senate, or House of Representatives, now or in the future, we the people have already lost. We have lost because the future of this nation is being forged beyond the reach of our laws, our elections, and borders by techno-authoritarian powers with no regard for individuality, privacy, or freedom. The fate of America is being made in China, our role model for all things dystopian an economic and political powerhouse that owns more of America's debt than any other country and is buying up America's businesses across the spectrum. China is a vicious totalitarian regime that routinely employs censorship, surveillance, and brutal police tactics to intimidate its populace, maintain its power, and expand the largesse of its corporate elite. Where China goes, the United States eventually follows. This way lies outright tyranny. In fact, China's censorship machine is straight out of Orwell's 1984 with government agencies and corporations working together to limit the populace's freedom of expression. Government agencies routinely harass and intimidate anyone seen as non-compliant. Activists are frequently penalized for gathering in public places and charged criminally with picking quarrels and provoking trouble. China has also gone to great lengths to muzzle journalists reporting on corruption or human rights abuses. Then there is the COVID-19 crisis, which brought China's Orwellian surveillance out of the shadows and gave China the perfect excuse for unleashing the full force of its expansive and sophisticated surveillance and data collection powers on its citizenry and the rest of the world. Facial recognition cameras and cell phone carriers track people's movements constantly in China, reporting in real time to data centers that can be accessed by government agents and employers alike. And color-coded alerts, red, yellow, and green, sort people into health categories that correspond to the amount of freedom or movement that's allowed. Green code, travel freely. Red or yellow, report immediately, of course, to the government. Indeed, equipped with facial recognition technology, some 200 million security cameras installed nationwide allow authorities to track so-called criminal acts such as jaywalking, which factor into a person's social credit score. Social media credit scores assigned to Chinese individuals and businesses categorize them on whether or not they are good citizens, quote-unquote. A citizen score determines one's place in society based on one's loyalty to the government. A real name System, which requires people to use government-issued ID cards to buy mobile SIMs, obtain social media accounts, take a train, board a plane, or even buy groceries, coupled with social media credit scores ensures that those blacklisted as unworthy are banned from accessing financial markets, buying real estate, or traveling by air or train. Having pioneered the development of so-called smart cities, China is exporting worldwide the high-tech communities in which residents are monitored round-the-clock. Their every action under constant surveillance, their every device is connected to a central brain operated by AI, or artificial intelligence. As one privacy expert concludes, and I'm quoting here, the benefit from smart cities clearly goes to the authorities who are able to use the promise of modern high-tech city to expand and deepen surveillance. It also goes to the big tech companies, who profit first from building the smart city infrastructure, and secondly, by commodifying the entire smart city space. Citizens gain some operational efficiency, but at great cost to their liberty, Now, China has already adopted a government-issued digital currency, which not only allows it to surveil and seize people's financial transactions, but can also work in tandem with its social credit system score to punish individuals for moral lapses and social transgressions and reward them for adhering to government-sanctioned behavior. In much the same way that government and Chinese products have infiltrated almost every market worldwide and altered consumer dynamics, China is now exporting its authoritarian tech to governments worldwide ostensibly in an effort to spread its brand of totalitarianism worldwide, including America. While countries with authoritarian regimes have been eager to adopt AI surveillance, Liberal democracies are also aggressively using AI tools to police borders, apprehend so-called potential criminals, monitor citizens for so-called bad behavior, and pull out suspected terrorists from crowds. In fact, according to recent reports, China has planted more than 54 secret police forces in 25 cities around the world, and believe it or not, in the United States as well. As part of their efforts to track and threaten dissidents and deport them back to China for prosecution, they're watching people even in America. Not much has changed about China's crackdown on protesters in the wake of the Tiananmen Square massacre. Chinese policing remains brutal, excessive, and inflexible, now with the added power of the surveillance state behind it. China has mastered the art of intimidation tactics threatening activists, their families, and their livelihood should they fail to comply with the government's dictates. Those who fail to fall in line with China's dictates are often made to disappear, arrested in the dead of night, and imprisoned in Orwellian re-education camps. China has built more than 400 of these so-called internment camps in recent years. China's global influence, its technological reach, its quest for world domination, and its rigid demand for compliance are pushing us toward a world in chains. What so many fail to recognize, however, is that China and the American deep state have joined forces. As I make clear in my book Battlefield America and the War on the American People and its fictional counterpart, the Eric Blair Diaries, this is fascism hiding behind a thin veneer of open government and populist elections. For all intents and purposes, we have become the embodiment of what Philip K. Dick feared when he wrote The Man in the High Castle, a vision of an alternative universe in which the Axis powers defeat the Allies in World War II, and fascism has not simply conquered America, he wrote. It has insinuated itself with disturbing ease into America's DNA. Yet while Dick's vision of a world in which totalitarianism has been normalized is chilling, our growing reality of a world in which the deep state is not merely entrenched but has gone global should be downright terrifying to you. Our NASA flag may not boast the red and white stripes with a swastika on a field of blue as depicted in The Man in the High Castle, but be warned, we are no less occupied. Time to make America free again. The Rutherford Institute is doing its part to push back against the police state and make the government play by the rules of the Constitution. But we can't fight these battles alone. To join the resistance, visit our website at www.rutherford.org and check out our library of thought-provoking commentaries, legal resources, and so much more. Subscribe to our email alerts and I will send you my weekly commentary, Rutherford press alerts, and a weekly rundown of pertinent headlines and news articles to keep you apprised of the growing threats to our freedoms. And finally, if you are able, please consider making a tax-deductible donation to the Rutherford Institute by again visiting us online at www.rutherford.org or donate using PayPal. Your donation allows the Rutherford Institute to push back against the government's power grabs, corruption, and ongoing assault on the Constitution. Together, we can make America free again.